Hey everyone, Jay here. I just wanted to say that we've got some really cool artwork for this episode, so you're going to want to click through to the show notes to check out the full version of the image, which we'll be showing in your podcatcher right now. Our thanks go out to Yuri Keynes on Twitter for working with us to create this piece of art. Anyway, on with the show. This match is scheduled for one fall, and it's for the Coding Black Squirrel Championship. Being accompanied by Michael, the Keyboard Crusher Outlaw, and Alan, Code Smasher Underwood, hailing from Atlanta, Georgia, weighing in at 223 terabytes, he is the Coding Box World Champion, the Palette of the Light, unaffiliated JC! But yeah, I always wonder, like, it seems like neither one of you are really into kind of like roguelite kind of games with like a kind of game style like, that never made sense to me. I I don't get on with roguelite games because if I make a mistake and my character dies, that's it. <laughs> and I, I'll quite happily play a game and learn how to play it. But if while you're learning how to play it, you lose about 17 characters, I tend to get annoyed. But what if the game itself lasts less than two hours if you win? Does that just seem? Does it sound boring or something? That, that sounds like Modern Warfare to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, there's a single player of it, um, mode on Modern Warfare. I don't know if you know about that. Oh, Same as Halo. Uh, um, don't believe you on that one. Halo never had a single player mode. That, it no does. One, no one would play it if it had a single player mode. They did. Well, I hate to say it, but unfortunately, <laughs> they did. Oh, I'm a big fan of uh, kind of games like that. And so Dare Billions, it's got a campaign, but I've never played it. Not once. And same with Factorio, it's got a campaign, but I've never played it. I just like to go into free play mode. <laughs> oh, Factorio again. I've still got to try and hijack Chief's game and make things to be a, a giant phallic shape, but that would include me learning to play the game. Yeah. And I don't have a spare three weeks <laughs> just to learn how to put one thing down and not rage quit. So. Dude, you'd end up refactoring your whole thing. You'd be like, you build something. And then go, maybe I can do that better. And then you replace this huge area of the map no, with no, one machine. No, no. What I'd end up doing, I'm the opposite of that. Really? I'll learn as I go along, but I won't change anything. So you'll see the how I evolve my way of thinking, but I won't change anything. And what I do is I get Chief round, he'd see it, and then he could just go nuts. Why don't you change this? Because I don't want to. <laughs> uh, new <enough>. game. <laughs> to be fair... I have been playing a lot of Dead Cells, which is a... a oh, so those are the games that you're playing. Are we, are we going back to this segment? No, no, oh, this yeah. Isn't, this is called <laughs> the intro. <laughs> yeah, Roland, music. No. <laughs> we we apologise, I might answer. <laughs> no, no, I just... Because like, you were talking about roguelikes. One of the games that I got for the for my Switch when I first got it, like, first game I got was Resident Evil Revs 2. We haven't done that bit. We haven't talked about the games I got, but I got Res- Resident Evil Revs 2, and then I got Dead Cells, because I was watching this video of someone playing it going, that looks amazing, mm-hmm. and it's like button bashy and running around and do the and then I started playing it, and I'm like, wow, okay, I die a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the whole point of the game is to die a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you ended up having a character that could fart ice fireballs or something. Whatever yeah, it was. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just decimated everything with a, a, a methane ice fireball. Awesome. That is true. I, I just love that green gameplay loop. Like, I don't want tutorials. I don't want stories. I like to just be able to hop in. Yeah, jump in, one and done. Just play it for five minutes. Because mm. it's great for things like on, on my commute when the train, because I, I take a train to and from uh, as part of my journey. So uh, the journey can be quite long and boring. So I'll throw on something that's fun to play on the Switch for maybe an hour or so. And then as we're getting closer and closer, and I'm like, it's not enough time to play the next level. Uh-huh. But it's long enough that I'd get bored standing here staring at my phone. First world problems, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I throw in Dead Cells or something like that. That's a, mm. a roguelike that you just play for two, three minutes. Like you said, Joe, that two, three minute game loop. And then you die enough times. You're like, oh, I'm going to get off the train now. 
Mm. Yeah, I could play games like that do. for hours. I was on a, a flight for uh, six hours, six hour flight, and uh, I just kept playing it. It was Into the Breach, which is another kind of game like that. It was strategy. And by the end of the plane, I don't know how many matches I played through and how many times I died and how many times I won. But when the plane was landing, I was like, oh, then I've got 20 minutes left in this game. Like, can you just fly around for a bit? <laughs> yeah, just ask ask one of the, 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 the stewards. Can you just ask the pilot to fly around for another 20 minutes? Yeah, I'm doing really well. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm, I'm doing well in the game. I'm overriding safety protocols. Just keep flying. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I love this. <laughs> Should we, should we go screaming back to a previous segment then, or are we just going to continue? Yeah, okay. So now that we've talked about um, uh, those two games that you've been playing, Jay-Z, uh, <laughs> Borderlands 3 and Two Point Hospital, have you been playing anything else? Uh, I just started Near Automata, finally. Ooh. I got like 10 minutes into that. What? That's it? Yeah. We're just not feeling that it's. it has a strange intro. It's, well, yeah, essentially. Um, when you're not doing bullet hell stuff, the, the whole point of the game when the camera allows you to is to stare at 2B's backside. Oh, yeah, that's I thought true. you said, apart from that bit, I thought you said that you liked that game. You and I didn't uh, say I didn't. You and, Chief talked about, <laughs> you and Chief talked about it a lot, I seem to remember. Yeah, but I didn't play that much of it. Oh, right, I see. I, I, I ended up attacking an oil rig that turned into a massive monster. <laughs> because, of course. After that, you get damaged to a point where you and your support character, the other guy, you die on the oil rig, and next thing you know, you wake up and you're in the atmosphere, and your consciousness has been transferred into the same model. Right. So you, you're more like a consciousness with a infinite supply of bodies. So I'm hearing a lot of things that clearly you don't like this game, Squidge. What's so great about it, Jay Z? Well, I mean, it's basically all the things that uh, Squidge didn't like, so. <laughs> I never said I didn't like it. I was just explaining it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm How far I got? Yeah, so that's exactly where I am. Actually, I haven't made it past there. I've only uh, got about an hour in. But uh, I just love the art style. I think it looks really cool. Um, yeah, I feel like a creep um, playing it. <laughs> so I, I got to play in another room so my wife doesn't see. But uh, it's <laughs> the art style of the characters themselves just looks really cool. And I love bullet hell type games. It flicks between bullet hell, top down bullet hell third person over the shoulder shooting action cameras sometimes resident evil style camera angles and this is just certain areas will just change so you'll have top down shooting and then it'll be cameras really far back and you've got to jump and run find secrets and stuff and then with all this going on your controls essentially still even when you're fighting in an action sense it's still twin stick shooter right so it's it's really weird to get used to, and that's yeah, that's within twenty minutes of the game. You've changed from like top down bullet style hell shooter to everything you just said, like all, all that within like just a few minutes, and so it was very disorienting. That's why I was like, I don't know what kind of game this is. Like I thought it was like I thought it was like playing like basically Bayonetta or some sort of like Devil May Cry kind of action game, and it's definitely not been like that so far. I think if you add a dance track, that game could be like <laughs> um, it could just be a dubstep simulator. Because oh, right, it's it's sort of you have no idea what you're doing half the time. Yep. There's some sort of story, but you're too busy slashing stuff. So the whole premise of the story is you follow a character, and all you're doing is killing things while staring at an. Yeah, it's a robot butt though, it. so well, it's okay. a robot butt. So that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we both came to that conclusion. <laughs> I don't know what, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing that you both essentially said that at almost the same time. <laughs> it just proves that I'm a man. <laughs> that we're both men. Apparently. <laughs> like, I'm not a creep. It's a robot. Yeah, it's a robot. It's not creepish. But I love the uh, the creep. bad guys are super cool. Like the, the kind of baddies, which are probably going to end up being good guys if I'm mm. picking up on the hints. But they just look really cool. They got this kind of big, rounded, kind of almost like kind of play school looking kind of dumb look to them, but uh, there's something kind of creepy about it too. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, um, like the monster of the week, power ranger, bad guy. Right. I see. Okay. Oh, but they're normal enemies. And then you get, you get the massive from what I've, from what I can gather so far, the massive bosses is just like a building that comes to life <laughs> with a giant club. I approve of that. And a, ch- and a chainsaw. So I was sitting here thinking, Perhaps this is a very cynical view of the game, by the way. <laughs> I was going to say, right? Because I was thinking, perhaps 
the designers of the new Pokemons are all on drugs. Uh-huh. But it sounds like <laughs> the people who made this game are all on drugs. That and there's about 15 different endings. And there's endings you can only get if you only played the game previously with a certain ending. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that sounds like way too much effort. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, definitely effort. But, yeah, it, it is. It requires a lot of effort. But on the plus side, you get stereo robot. But, no. So. <laughs> See, I, thought, I thought that the two endings in Resident Evil Revelations 2 was too much effort. And that just meant go back one level, do it again, and then complete it. Don't switch your character, yeah. Yeah, right. Play the whole game again, you say? Well, yeah. Well, the thing is, you can complete that game in half an hour. I say what? Yeah. Um, obviously, I, I, I do watch a lot of speedruns and stuff, and I saw that game completed in 24 wow. or 27 minutes. They went for a specific ending, and they just yeah. blitzed it there completely. Well, that's crazy. They I don't worry, even know how you do that. They didn't worry about level ups or experience points or anything. They just followed a set path and completed it. It's not like that uh, Friday the 13th NES game where you walk out. the t- So you come out of the cabin, and if you go right, you have to go through the whole game. But if you go left, it essentially jumps to the final boss. And, yeah, and, and you, 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 you dodge Jason throwing axes at you. And it's meant to be you throw something back, but the animation looks like um, the, the, the the boss animation is essentially you go into a cabin and you've got Jason going left to right in front of you, and it's kind of like a punch out thing, and he's throwing stuff at you, yeah. and all you've got to do is dodge and throw stuff back. But if you do it in a certain way, like I've seen before, they throw music onto it, and it looked like your character and Jason was dancing, <laughs> and I can never unwatch that. So I can never see the original Friday the 13th game without thinking it's a dancing simulator. <laughs> it's the first of many. Yeah. yeah uh, okay. So you reminded me, uh, just to keep the, the segment going, uh, Five Nights at <laughs> Freddy's seems really popular. I know a lot about that because I like the... Because like you made it. No, like, I like the theories behind it. Um, I also liked a lot of the YouTubers purposefully overreacting to it to a point where it looks like they're throwing up. <laughs> okay, so maybe uh, that's screaming appeal. Screaming at the top of their lungs. Um, I just like people being tortured by the game, to be honest. So I went somewhere and I saw like a bunch of toys and shirts and like cell yeah. phone cases for all for Five Nights at Freddy's. So like, to me, this was a game that I saw on Steam once and I thought it looked kind of creepy and I moved on. And then years later, I go into a store and it's just filled with Five Nights at Freddy's stuff. And I was like, where, where am I? You kept yourself lucky normally in uh, in their cake land back over here. It's just full of Fortnite things. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That, that store had that too. I uh, This was like a normal. That's right. So I went to go return something uh, that I ordered online and I went to a department store, which I guess I haven't been into in like 10 years. Is I, I couldn't believe it. It The whole store was just like uh, just very different from the stores I usually go to, which is like the grocery store, I guess, is the only one. So there's like Fortnite <laughs> stuff and Five Nights for Fridays. And I'm like, what on earth is mm. going on? Where am I? I I put Chief on Five Nights at Freddy's because I got it on Steam and I'd watched and played enough of it to know what was coming. He was sat right next to me. So at certain points, I'd take the headphones off and he'd wonder why because we were split between two pairs of headphones. Right, and I'd take them off and he didn't, he didn't clock what I was doing. He didn't realize what I was doing. And he flailed that much once he nearly destroyed my computer desk. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Because that's when I had my uh, keyboard on a tray underneath, and he destroyed it, wow. flailing. I never laughed so hard in my life, and then yelled <laughs> at him for destroying my computer desk. You can't be upset with him for the, you're essentially putting him in a position where he's going to destroy something, and then he destroys something, and you have a go at him. That can't be works for other people. Well, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, but yeah, FNAF as it's uh, colloquially called. Um, I like a bit of uh, FNAF. Occasionally, I'll, 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 I like watching other people flail and fail at it more than actually right. playing it. Yeah, but it's it's uh, it's one of those weird ones. I feel like FNAF and perhaps Fortnite, they owe their um, their notoriety to YouTube. Like FNAF wouldn't wouldn't have been as popular, I think, without social media and YouTube. Like it. It requires those to make it work. FNAF, of all things, the creator, Scott Colton, he started off creating um, games that revolved around religion. Mm-hmm. So he created, like, um, Christian... It was, like, based around Christianity, but it was, like, action platformers. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And then, 
And then he created a game where you were a camper. So a Boy Scout sat there on a night and there was a fire in front of you and you had to click things trying to get you around the outside. Mm-hmm. So it was like a survival thing. He, FNAF for him was a last ditch attempt at a game before he was going to just quit game programming. He actually went on Kickstarter and no one backed it. Oh, right. No one at all. And then he brought it out on Steam and it just went from there. He's never stopped because it just got that popular. Mm. But it was a last-ditch attempt, kind of like Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. If it was going to fail, it was called Final Fantasy anyway. But yeah, it was a last-ditch attempt by him, and it just took off. Mm. You're forced to sit in a security office. You've got very little movement, and you've got to control doors. It sounds daft, but you add killer robots into that, mm. and a conspiracy about these killer robots killing children. Man, you could add uh, killer robots into any video game. <laughs> It, like it's an I wish they would movie trope. I wish, robots. I wish they would. Well, like um, oh, there you go. There's a segment. Put killer robots into a video game and sell it to me. Well, Squidge. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hang on. Wait a minute. I know you've got your new segment. Yep, 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 yep. If you ex- excuse the expression, you're bastardizing two of the things I'm going to try and do. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's just try this, right? Take a video game, put killer robots on it, and see if it works. Pokemon. Yeah. Okay, fair enough, you won. <laughs> fair enough. Falls a motorsport. <laughs> <laughs> you try and drive away from him. Samurai Warriors. Falls a motorsport, the Transformers edition. Yeah, FIFA would be pretty. X Alpha. I would be much more interested in FIFA if I had killer robots. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah, but you play as the killer robots. That's it. Um, and it's not on a football pitch. You just track down the players and kill them. <laughs> so it's, it's sort of like Tenchu meets Hitman in the way of Predator Concrete Jungle, and your job is to kill um, professional football players. I'm not condoning that, but it'd be good in a gaming setting. <laughs> the Hatterful Boyfriend. <laughs> a pigeon day simulator with killer robots. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my word. Oh, I would say Doom, but you're killing demons anyway, aren't you? Yeah. What about flipping a classic game on its head so you play as the antagonist? I'm all about it. So so you play as Doom, and you've got to stop a crazy human killing the entire village. That's it, right? You swap swap it around. So swap the protagonist and the antagonist around, and the stories are actually like, okay, right? Um... Dead Rising, we talked about earlier. We'll come back to Doom, right? Dead Rising, bunch of people at the mall. Some dude comes in and just starts killing them all. Help, there's a guy with a chainsaw killing everyone. Exactly, right? Like you said, Doom, right? We're just moving from one area to another. We're moving from hell, because we don't like it anymore, to Earth. And this dude's running around shooting everybody. Mm. Yeah? Yeah, I'm just trying to make a better world for me and my demon family. Exactly. I'm, I'm just trying to put demonic food on the table. Exactly. <laughs> Make sure our cave doesn't get invaded. That's it. Uh, well, you got to bring up Doom, got... though. Broke my heart. Not getting released. Dude, right? Broke we your at, heart. We were at EGX, right? And one of the things that was... I was I was going, yes, Doom Eternal's going to be there. It's going to be there. It's going to be there. Then, nope. like, two days before EGX happened, uh, they announced, yeah, we're delaying it till March. I was like, no! So it turned into de- it turned into demonic laser tag. Yeah, it was laser tag, and they played metal music in the background, which is also good. It's and a, and it sounded doom. like a fire alarm went off whenever they started it, which yeah. bugged everyone. <laughs> yeah. You could hear it in the entire thing. So when you had the, the speed running bit in the corner, at the, at the very corner, at the back end of it, whenever that went off, you could hear it in the speed run. The, the, the speed runners were going, is the fire alarm going off? Yeah, Every yeah. single time. Is it still going off? What's going on? Should we be leaving? Well, you can if you want. You lose your run. But yeah. Yeah. but bonus of them uh, delaying it till March is that we're now getting Doom 64 as well. Oh, yes. So anyone who pre-orders Doom Eternal gets Doom 64. Is that where you get it? Yeah, yeah that's where you get it. Oh, wow. I'll have to pre-order it then. The- well, you get it for free if you pre-order it, but they're right. selling it separately as well. That's right. But isn't Doom 64 basically just Doom 2? Well, I mean, it's it's meant to be the best of the conversions, It's I guess. It's, I mean, just looking at it, it's a lot darker. The the lighting, that you had to turn it all the way up mm-hmm. whenever you played it. Considering what Doom 64 is, how they fit that on the cartridge was astounding. What it is and the graphics and stuff, it's... Okay. 
It's um, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, the original Doom's like four megabytes. This is Doom sixty four though. Yeah, I know, but yeah, so. it does look quite a bit better than Doom two. Hmm. Okay. All right, I'm That's on board. Enough. There you go. Mm. You see, back on board. Mm. Yes. So where was we? <laughs> so Scritch, what have you been playing? <laughs> but before we do that, Jason, an hour in. <laughs> yeah, you've been playing anything else other than Borderlands three, two point hospital, and Near Automata. Uh, just slay the spire all the time, forever, every day. <laughs> Excellent. It's not a game; it's a way of life. <laughs> it's a, it's a, basically a sleeping pill for me at this point. Like I, I need it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the the card game roguelike, isn't it? Yep. See, I watched the trailer for it because when I got the when I got the switch, I was thinking, right, what should I get? What should I get? And I went through the stock because uh, you know I got the switch. Switch got me some uh, vouchers and a um, prop ad, like a, a thing for Nintendo Online and stuff. So I'm looking through all the the games. And I'm like, oh, I could get this. I could get this. And I watched the trailer. and I was like, no, no, the trailer's not that. It's not really drawing me in. I don't yep. know what I've not done. You that have to like work. playing games over and over and over again and losing and not getting the opportunities that you want. But for me, that's what I mean. It's like, like, oh, I've got an idea for a deck that I want to try, but then I won't get the opportunity for the cards, but then I'll try something else that turns out weird. I'll have another idea for a deck I want to try, and so I'll try again and just repeat over and over and over and over and over. And over. Hang, hang on. You, you keep retrying and failing, and that's the whole point. You need to like that. Yeah. Why would I want to play a game that mirrors real life? <laughs> Because is that just me? Like ten percent of the time, you win, and it feels so good. That's not enough for me. Ten percent of five percent of the time, you might win two percent of that. So no, and even then, one percent of the winnings. You could probably win every time if you really tried. Uh, I, however, tend to to go super risky because I like winning big. And if I lose, it's no big deal. I'm just going to start over again. But I like to take uh, ridiculous chances. Like, I go into boss fights with, like, seven hit points left where, like, one hit will kill me. And I'll just, just go for it because I, I took all the, like, the, you know, the bonuses and upgrades and whatnot along the way instead of resting. Okay. Nah. No? Nah. <laughs> not, not for me, that. No. Not for you. No, I like to be overpowered. Well, let's see if you can, let's start you off with Dead Cells. See if we can move you up to it. Just I'll, I'll stick my zombie killing, I think. But with dead cells, what you get to do is destroy doors. <laughs> That's true. But in games like Dead Rising, you can dress up as Morrigan from Darkstalkers and mm. kill things with ice swords and battery-powered machine guns and gloves that are mixed with um, Christmas bells. So whenever you hit a zombie, you hear a satisfying ding as you're ringing a bell. As you whoop a cut a zombie off a balcony. It's hard to argue against that. <laughs> but doors. Yeah, I know you, can... you like destroying doors. <laughs> was, I know that. That was his only comment. I'm playing Dead, dead Cells and I'm doing really well. And I keep like, because if you roll towards a door, he smashes through the door, the main character. So I'm running and I'm just rolling to, to avoid all of the enemies I don't want to kill. And, and I get to this door and I'm just like, I don't stop moving, and I just hit that roll button again. Smash through the door, and this guy's like, "Yep, you definitely hate doors." Don't you? <laughs> well, there was no reason to smash through that door, but you did it anyway. It's fun, isn't it? <laughs> for you, maybe. I feel sorry for the doors family. Yeah, it's not fun for the door, that's for sure. Or its relatives. <laughs> Although you've got to wonder just how fast he's moving that he's able to smash a door to pieces. I'm I'm more interested in how good is the um the handyman who has to replace all them doors between your between you dying. That's a really good point. Game. It's less than like a minute between you. You're, you're creating so. jobs. That's it. I'm good for the economy. <laughs> Dead cells, yeah. You heard it here first, folks. I am good for the economy. <laughs> Direct quote from Jay. Smashing doors is good for the economy. No, I am good <laughs> for the economy. Not smashing doors. Don't smash doors, because then you take my goodness out of the economy. <laughs> Yeah, we can't have too many people smashing doors. There needs to be a good smashing door to door repaired ratio for it to work. Yeah, there was a cool intro to uh, to that game. When they're like, aren't you like some sort of like brain slug or something that like crawls into a, yeah. like a pseudo armor? That's it. Yeah, you're like just this blob of 
of just goo or something. Again, I don't want to play a game that mirrors my life. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'd rather not. Okay. So what It still doesn't playing? suspect you said anything at all. Eh? What have you been playing then, Switch? Ah. Uh, <laughs> A mixture of I've been re-familiarizing myself with Dead Rising Fall. I've been playing a certain Pokemon hack, which I won't go into because people think I'm weird. And I've been playing a little bit of the Outer Worlds. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. That's all I've been doing, that and editing audio. So that's what's been taking up my time. I mean, I, I do that on a laptop. You know, you can play games on a laptop, so technically it's a game. One map takes me ages and, you know, mm-hmm. can annoy me, editing audio. But, you know, I've, I've been going back on Dead Rising for occasionally I'll go on Fallout 4 to mod the living hell out of it, see how far I can push it till it breaks on my X-Bone. And I've been through the, 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 the retro freak I've got. You can plug in any USB controller. Okay. So I'm playing Pokemon Hacks on the 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 GBA thing on it because it'll play it. And I've been playing it with a USB N64 controller. <laughs> it's the little things. Uh, well, yeah. So you don't want to name the Pokemon hack because people think you're weird. That's fine. Yeah. But so tell me about the Outer Worlds thing because, like, I remember, right, when, it first, when you first got it, it must have been release day or something, right? I texted you to see how you're doing and you said, oh, I just <clears> talk, spoke to a chicken. I spoke to a chicken. My life is complete. That's it. That's what you yeah. said. Life goal achieved. Achievement mm. unlocked. My my life is now complete. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's made by the people who developed and made Fallout New Vegas, so it's got a lot of humor in it. But it's got a lot of dark humor in it as well. Does it have loads of glitches in it as well? No, oh, I haven't funny. come across a glitch yet. Well, possibly me just playing it yeah. um, wrong. Well, I, I I started a character. I put it in the wrong stats. Everything in the wrong stats, and realised I've done this completely wrong. It's the same. That's how I play all Western yeah. RPGs. Yeah, essentially, just um, like I start a game and go, "Yep, re-roll till I get 100 percent strength and nothing else." It's it's the Bethesda gambit, isn't it? You just keep redoing your character till you get one that works. You go back on it, forget what you're doing, and go, oh, "I'll just start again." Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but um, I've done a lot of exploring in it. Um, I have killed a lot of the local wildlife because. In my defence, they started the fight, so I finished it. <laughs> it doesn't matter that I threw some arm. I haven't actually done the first mission on it yet, but okay. I've done a lot of exploring. Okay. And it's... I'd say the, the story's kind of Mass Effect with more humour. The gameplay is closer to Bioshock. So it's not, it's not sort of Fallout... Where oh. you you can stop heal like there's no VAT system obviously but there's you can't like stop and heal and think about it it's very fast paced it's more action based you can sneak but I haven't found a adequate way of doing that yet despite the fact I have a sniper rifle but whenever I shoot the sniper rifle anyone in a 16 mile radius of 14 planets hears it so I can't really sneak it's like bang and somewhere after across the cosmos goes. Should you just slam a door? You know. <laughs> yeah, what you got me? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just going to. If you don't like it, I apologize. I, I apologize in advance. Seriously, if you don't like we it. need to start getting a kickback from Steam every time that we talk to Jay Z. <laughs> oh, is that on Epics? Yeah. I wish it was on Steam. <laughs> Oh, man. Should we? Yeah, no, don't no. I don't think we've got five hours spare. So, so. that's that's the bad thing for me of having uh, backed Shenmue 3. <laughs> so I backed it and I thought, I'll get the PC demo because I don't know what I'll be playing. I might be able to run it on my PC. Um, but I'll I'll get the you know physical copy of the PS4 version. And I think at the time it was the PS3 version. Mm. And, uh, you know, that's fine. And then they sent me a list of the, the recommended specs for the PC version. Right to install the demo, the demo, right? Not the full finished game, the demo. They are recommending 100 gigabytes of free hard drive space. Mm. Oh. It really is, isn't it? That sounds like they're just going to chuck you the That's entire insane. game with the time limit on it. Yeah, pretty much. But even so, it is insane. 
And that's just gotta be art, right? It's, so it's <laughs> like there's just gonna be a flower that you only see in exactly, one spot. Exactly. <laughs> and then and there's millions it's, of flowers. It's just a benchmarking program. Yeah, that's it, right? With, where where you could go around a world, it's an entire world, and it's just yeah, a yeah. Shenmue world. There's, there's no <laughs> gameplay, it's just benchmarking. That's it, right? You just get to walk around going, do you know what happened that day? The three blades. And you're just rotating a frying pan in your hand for three uh, hours. Sakaraka out got bark. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And then you were telling me, Squid, you've seen some footage of Shenmue 3. I'm not convinced. And the voice Sorry. acting is almost as bad. It's almost as bad as the original Dreamcast version. Well, it looks to be. There's, there's no flow to it. It's not like an actual conversation. There's no flow to it. Right. It, it sounds like the... It almost sounds like the people who were doing the voice acting. It, it almost sounds like it's phoned in. Well. So there's there's no direction to it. There's no guy saying, right, this this is this. It's this sort of conversation going on start. They just go in, read the lines, and then go home. Because I'm, I'm seeing a lot of trailers for it on YouTube, and I'm just really not convinced. It looks nice, but... Nah. Well, maybe we... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. If I can run it on... Um, one Linux. of my PCs. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it, right? If I can run it, because uh, the problem is it's on Epic Store, isn't it? So I wouldn't even be able to put it through Steam Proton to get it working. I've got to install the Epic Store to get it working. Oh, you know, just run Windows on a machine. Just bite the bullet and do it. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's what I do. Maybe that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. So those the only games you've been playing, Switch? Pretty much, yeah. So is the other... So, the, the box art for the Outer Worlds makes me think... Because <laughs> Adam's family, then. Yes. Do-do-do-do. <laughs> the box art for the Adam's family. I don't, come on. Exactly. But the box art for the Outer Worlds makes me think of like a 1950s B-movie <laughs> sort of thing. Is it that kind of... It's got that vibe to it, yeah. yeah okay. But it's it's got... I can accurately describe it. This this is where I think I'm going to pique his interest. I can accu- accurately describe it as the, the, the combat's Bioshock. The setting... The humour, the character development, and the actual missions is very Serenity-like. Serenity? Yeah. It, it's got that kind of humour, and it's it, it reminds me a lot of Firefly slash Serenity. Okay. Prime example, you, you go... Feelings, it? What? <laughs> no. You, 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 the spaceship you start off and you go into it, and the AI is telling you, the, the, yeah, the ship, yeah. is saying, don't take anything, you don't belong to this ship. You know, you have nothing to do with the ship. Please don't take the belongings. And then you get told, put the belongings back. And I stood there and I thought, what's going to happen? And then the, the ship tells you, all right, you're an intruder. I'm going to I find the AI. And it says, I will jettison you from the ship in three, two, one. And there's a dead silence. At which point I just, I, I said, you realize we're on a planet, right? We're not in outer space. And the ship goes, well, my bluffing protocols obviously didn't work, <laughs> but it's 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 very sort of Serenity yeah. slash Firefly. I was I was talking to Wyke and I said I want to restart. And I was a male character and called him um, Malcolm Reynolds. Well, because how how it gets round the ship, you taking control of the ship is as a certain character that end up dying at the beginning. Spoilers. All right, spoiler music, whatever. <laughs> and the ship will only work for that guy. Right. So the ship says, well, you're called Captain something, aren't you? And you go, no, I'm not. And you go, well, well, Captain, I'll write you a new uh, ident card. Please don't lose it again this time. And I sort of went, one of the options was, yeah, I'm that guy. And then the, the, the ship's AI goes, good, don't lose your ident chip th- again this time. What can I do for you? Right, so the, so the, you're saying that the computer is saying, the AI controlling the, the, the ship is saying, shh. You are definitely the captain. Right? Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Yeah, right, that's that's right, how you yeah. get around it. You can argue with the AI all, all you want, but that's the conclusion it comes to. You okay. you clearly must be him, otherwise you wouldn't be here. Right. Okay. Okay. Until a point where if your if your persuasion's high enough, you can introduce yourself to other people as the old captain instead of yourself. I started doing that for a laugh. Fair enough. Despite the fact I'm playing as a female character, I'm saying I'm a male character, and people are just believing it. That's fair. Enough. I've always seen people play like high charisma characters in Fallout's, and it seems like they have a lot of fun. But I just can't can't do it. I need to have like the fighting stats. Exactly right. You roll everything onto strength, and have a person who can't even form the word hello. is sort of ambling through <laughs> yeah. the universe. That's the thing. 
moon you, yep. you can yeah. put your intelligence down to very low and you get conversation options that say dumb. Oh, right. And you speak like, like someone with very low intelligence. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was in the first two Fallout games. You could do that. If you put your intelligence to really low, you could you could change your conversation trees to say really dumb stuff. Right. And people would treat you like you were really dumb. They go, oh, yeah, sure, just come through here and then stab you in the throat. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. That's Same the thing. One, yeah. yeah um, but you can actually do that as well. You can play as an absolute idiotic, dumb character. Okay. Yeah. Or you can play as incredibly charismatic and. That's what I've done. Eloquent. I get. I, I reckon I could get away with murder on that because I could talk my way out of any conversation at the moment. I, I see. I'm sat next to you, and this is in a game, not in real life. In real life, I can't talk my way out of a wet paper bag. Well, better get a wet paper bag then. Yeah, for your own safety. That's it. For my own safety, I'd better have a Just, just have it in a bucket next to you, whatever you're around yeah. me. Just carry <laughs> it in a bucket. There's the bucket with the water in. I'm just going to put my paper bag in it. Ah! My one weakness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's... Um, I'd watch someone not play it, but I'd watch footage of it. Because mm-hmm. the, the trailer is especially really funny. Because it, it says, like, join this corporation, go to this world, see better things. And it's trying to amp you up saying it's really good here. Yeah. While you see someone fighting for life against monsters most of the time. Yeah. 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 So you <laughs> that sort of starship troopers sort of. Yeah. Join today. Yeah. Would you like to know more? Yeah. 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 It's got that sort of vibe to it. It's yeah. quite funny. Okay. The humor that I. Are there aliens? Oh yeah. Are there, are there aliens? Yeah. Are there okay. Aliens the All right. Sold. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go then. So that's Jay Z sold. He said. So. I um I actually came across there's a there's a little camp near the beginning because I went wandering as you normally do. There's the main objective. I'm gonna look everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And there's a this like a, a giant primate, right? Laid down sleeping. So I'm there with the stick. I'm, I'm there with Ike and Ike goes go on go on and I I, I save it <laughs> and I go what do you want me to do and he goes go go on go around there and he's pointing and he goes you've got a knife right I went yeah he's, he just went. Stab it in the <laughs> No, come on. Do it. Do it. Do it. So I go. And then five things around it are running towards me, killing me in seconds. This thing just looks across and goes, uh, and goes back to sleep. <laughs> I'm torn between who's the worse of the pair of you. Who's the, who's the worst of We We complement each other quite badly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's the best way to put it. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, but oh, I've been. Uh, but I've. I've I've been trying to hundred percent dead rising for and I realise that I've messed up so I can't do that. Right, okay. But I'm close to level ninety on it. Okay. So I'm 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 torn between if I do end up streaming it, do I start a brand new character or do I play as my over level character with nearly all the costumes unlocked? So I could run around as a very bizarre costume. So but it's in the cutscenes. So my answer to that would be yes. That's not very helpful. Well, well, I mean, I will be watching, but I'm not the target audience. So, Jay-Z, which should he do? Uh, you should definitely run around as like a Christmas tree with antlers. <laughs> there isn't a costume that does that, but there is a vehicle, a custom vehicle, where you it's a, a motorbike, yeah. but it's got Rudolph's head on the front. <laughs> and it, when you drive into zombies, you can impale them on the antlers. That does make things more fun. I think you should go as uh, the all-out, like, your your main character. So, top level? Yes. Right, okay. I'll remember that. That makes it a lot easier. That means I can combine a lot of stuff really early and not struggle. Okay. Makes it a lot easier. So, that's it. You heard it here first, folks. Squidgy's first stream will be Dead Rising with all the perks, everything unlocked, and he's just going to mess about on it and drive around on the devil's... Whatever that bike was called. What was the bike called? You know, I don't know. I like to think it's the Devil's Antlers. The Devil's Antlers. <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Devil, you know. <laughs> Something like that. Hashtag Rudolph the Red-Nosed Devil. It is coming up to December after all. Why not? <laughs> I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure that's like a, a Swedish um, death metal album. The name of one. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Devil. No, it's just the name of an album. But it's like really sweet melodic love ballads sung really nicely but it's done by a Swedish death metal band yeah they were an attempt at making a ballad an 80s ballad album yeah so you look at the album and you think this is going to be sweet and then you put it in 
or you download it and you listen to it and it's kind of like you listen to Abba tracks. Oh my gosh. Did you know Devil's Antlers is a, a thing? Yes, I do actually know Devil's Antlers is a thing. Oh my gosh. It's a weird thing too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to explain. I'd like Jay to look this up on Google in his own time. You have, to- Yeah, I definitely recommend all listeners just uh, give this a Google and then uh, not at work maybe, but uh, then you can, you can this, watch this, this WTF is- with me. Wait a minute. You work from home, Jay-Z. Yeah, well, I have more than one computer. Ah. <laughs> ah, I see you've been written up three times, but we are looking at employee of the month. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. 17 complaints, but you are employee of the month for the fourth month running. <laughs> no, I'm not showing you. Do it. That's my laptop. Work laptop. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll, I'll be put on a name. list. Do you realize that? <laughs> You'll be put on a list. I'm already on plenty of them, but I don't want to be on another one. Fair enough. It's hard to keep up with them. <laughs> Joking. Okay. Let's not let's not look it up then. Hashtag not joking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's not look it up then. Right, so where are we going from here? Because I still so don't know we're... what we're doing. So we've talked about Jay-Z's game. We've mm. talked about your games. I mm. suppose we should talk about my games, right? Have you played any? Jay, what have you been playing? Well, it's <laughs> to answer my own question. <laughs> I will answer that question with an answer. Not another question. No, no. I don't like answering questions with another question. Oh, he's lying. I like he's answering lying. With, with, with answers. So, <laughs> <laughs> just, just not with fudgicles. I don't know. That's, yeah, well, I'll answer your question with a boot to the head. <laughs> yes. Add that in the show notes. That's it. <laughs> boot to the head. Yes. Okay. Um, we will explain later on, Jay-Z, what that actually is. We'll explain, honestly. <laughs> All right. I'll write that down before I do anything. Boot to the head. Right. It's an old comedy skit someone um, yes. adapted to a, a video on YouTube. Yeah. So what I have been playing recently is... Um, so I bought Yoshi's Crafted World. After for, I bought it. There's only way I get yeah. to buy stuff now. Yeah, that's it. That's the only way I buy video games now. I wait for you to buy it first, and then 30 seconds later, I buy it. You haven't had a chance to play it yet, but I'll buy it. <laughs> but no, um, so I bought Yoshi's Crafted World for the Switch, because that was when we were going to EGX. Um, you played on the train now, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, before we set off, so that I'd have something to do on the journey there. And um, I pretty much almost completed it already, and it's been, what, two weeks? Hmm. Nearly three? Two and a bit weeks. Yeah. So I've been playing that a lot during my mm. commutes. So much so that Resident Evil Revs 2 doesn't even get a look in anymore. Well, I helped you complete that while we were there. Yeah. Um, I also bought Mutant League Football. <laughs> I played it twice. Yeah, but you raved about that when you played it. It was it was a very good game. It's a very good game. Like, it, So uh, have you played it, uh, Jay-Z? Nope. Okay. I played one of the old, 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 old ones. That might be the one we played on the Jaguar. I don't know. So, so, so you're thinking, so Squid, you're thinking um, mutant, brutal sports football. You're thinking brutal sports football, which was different. Mutant League football was created by one of the developers at EA, where he essentially took one of the NFL uh, Madden engines for like the Mega Drive and changed a bunch of stuff to make it essentially an incredibly hyper violent game. So it's always had this same sort of feeling to it, but it's it's essentially the same sort of uh, it's the same sort of game. Um, and we, you know, you've got you've got a bunch of uh, teams that already exist, and they're really uh, horrendous. Like the, uh, they're they're all based on puns for real NFL games, and it starts with a little disclaimer saying it's not related to the NFL in any way, shape, or form. And you could do things like uh, when when a pass is completed, or a play is completed, or if it fumbles, as soon as the the play ends, you can get all of your other players to dive on one of them and beat them up, like beat them into a pulp live in front of a you know the studio audience or whatever or the 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 stadium audience i guess and there's like uh live traps in built into the playing field so you've got like chainsaw blades that move along the the yard the 10 yard lines and um uh when you got to pick your play you can choose like um to bribe the ref or assault the ref so like if you bribe the ref no matter what the play is you win that play i guess so if you're on defense you bribe the ref the team, no matter what they do, 
they get a 15 yard penalty. So they have to go back to another <laughs> and then further another 15 yards. But then you can attack the ref. So the play happens and all of your characters, all of your players, instead of trying to stop the other team from scoring, just literally run at the ref and beat him to a pulp whilst the other team score the goal. <laughs> at which point you then get the 15 yard penalty. They score the goal and they bring another ref on. <laughs> Is it worth it? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out the best way to play it because, like, um, I would say that the computer cheats, but, like, there's no rules. It's, it's different. How, how can you cheat a game with no rules? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm still trying to figure that one out. Um, and then I noticed Lady C um, is a big fan of Croc on the PlayStation. And... Um, so for those of you who don't know, uh, the original Croc game on the PlayStation created by Argonaut Software, who went belly up after they created Croc 2. Croc was originally supposed to be a, it was a working sort of demo that they were going to show off to Nintendo and say, look, we can make a 3D Yoshi game. Um, and Nintendo essentially, according to the, the legends, went no, because you're going to release it on everything but the Nintendo 64. So they changed it. So rather than scrapping everything and, and going back to the the drawing board, I guess, and saying, let's make a Nintendo 64 uh, Yoshi 3D adventure game, they just swapped the main character out for a crocodile, a baby crocodile, and released it on everything, including, I think, the N64 at one point. Um, so she loves that so, yeah. because of the cute platformery aesthetic to it. So much so that she's got a game on her phone called Croc's World, which is very similar, um, except it's just a 2D uh, platformer where you move, you know, left to right, jumping over things and collecting gems. And I was messing around on the Nintendo store the other day on the on the Switch, and it said, uh, "Oh, Crocs World, fifty pence." I was like, yeah, okay. So I bought that, sat her down in front of the Switch on the big screen, and one handed her the controller and started it. She's like, "Ooh, Crocs World!" And she just started playing it. And then, like two hours later, she was like, "I'm done playing it now. I don't want to play it anymore." <laughs> so I've also been playing that too. Mm. World. <laughs> so yeah, it's all been um, it's all been Switch based. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the Switch, you had a a bit of a problem trying to get your microphone working the other day, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Squish. Yes. So, <laughs> there is there is an image on Twitter. I'll get a link for it for the show notes. But yeah. Um, I, I set up a microphone because I was going to record some intros and outros to a different show that I make. And I plugged the, uh, the microphone in to what I thought was my USB hub. And I'm like, testing, testing, what? It's not working. So I shut down the computer. I started back up, plugged it back in, not working. Unplugged, plugged it back in, not working. Have I muted it? What's going on? Deep into the settings, start running arcane commands in the command prompt. And then I realized I've not plugged it into my USB switch. I've plugged it into my switch dock. <laughs> yeah, you know, that reminds me. Um, I don't think I ever heard uh, any waffling about the Untitled Goose game. Ooh. Should we mention that? There was other things we were going to get to, yes, but should we, should we get to that? A, yeah. I think the only thing I have to say about it is honk. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought you were going to say earlier, because I, I, I thought you'd played it. And, oh, so yeah. that's the kind of what I expected to be number one on what you've been playing lately. So, uh, well, like, it's the third game that I bought for the Switch. And, you know, so I got Revs 2, and Squidge and I started playing that. Then I bought um, well, Dead, Dead Cells. Cells and was playing that for about an hour or so. And then I bought Untitled Goose Game and essentially didn't put it down until I finished it. <laughs> 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 because it's, it's in places, it's wonderfully passive-aggressive. Like, there's a section where you sneak into this per- person's backyard and they're sitting there reading the newspaper and they have slippers on. And one of the goals is steal his slippers. <laughs> so you grab one of his slippers and he gets up, tries to grab it back off of you. But if you do like a weird um, combination of moves on the controller, you he, he, he steals the slipper back from you. But then you can honk at him and he drops the slipper. You grab it and you leg it. It's, it's yeah. genius. It's ridiculous. But then he, he lives next door to this um, artistic lady. And at one point you have to steal some things from her backyard and take them into his. And when he finds them, he throws them over the fence. It's a vase. (laughs) Yeah. So one of the, one of the goals is break the vase. So you've got to sneak the vase into his, his backyard. So when he sees it, he throws it over the wall and it breaks. But, um, the, the best one is, uh, the male next door neighbor has 
a, uh, a rose bush and it's like a prize winning rose bush and you have to figure out how to get the, the female next door neighbor to, sl- to snip it down. And there's no, you can't bring her into the other, the other garden. You figure it, I won't say how you do it, but you figure it out. And then, um, and then they have this massive argument. And whilst they're having this massive argument, you just walk away. <laughs> it's like, yep, I've done that now. <laughs> My favorite thing on that part, the, the, cause that's, that's the current part I'm on. I've got a lot of stuff going on. Um, that's the current part I am on and I've got to get his prize winning rose cut. But what I like doing was she's got a massive bell in her garden. And one of the achievements or the, the mini mission bits on that is get him to spit out his tea. And the moment I figured out that when he's drinking from his cup, make the hammer on the bell go so he spits out his tea. I kept doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so, bang, he spits out his tea. Right, I'll wait 10 seconds. And yeah, I'm going to yeah. do that again. So, and I did for about 20 minutes. So the next door neighbor has essentially a massive bell for no real reason. And if you get the the goose to pull on the, the lever, the bell essentially it has a hammer and it strikes the bell. It goes, boom. But it's like located exactly behind him. To, yeah, behind the guy who lives next door. So he's sipping his tea and he just sort of spit takes it everywhere. It's brilliant. I don't know how much tea he tried to drink when I was playing, but it didn't work. <laughs> also, I, I just, I spent a good 40 minutes taking everything out of his garden to the, um, the outside alley. Yep. Through the um, through the fence, so he had nothing left. Yeah, I took everything out of his garden. I would have took the pond if I could have dragged it out, but it wouldn't <laughs> let me. So yeah, um, then I started taking stuff out of the next door neighbor's garden, yeah. through his garden, out into the alley. <laughs> I didn't know what I was. I couldn't figure out the next thing, so I just decided I'm going to nick everything. It, it is brilliant, and what I absolutely love about it is there's no like lose condition. And all no. it is, is it's just shenanigans. You know, you can, oh, I wonder what happens if I do this. I wonder what happens if I do that. There's a part where after that part, like towards the end of the game, you have to sneak into a pub, right? And so the way that you sneak into the pub, you've got to climb into, there's a there's a lady who's unloading boxes of vegetables into the pub for the kitchen from outside, from her van. So when she wanders off, you climb into this box and duck. And she comes back and picks up the box and nearly puts her back out while picking it up and sort of struggles all the way through and then puts it down and then you can jump out the box. But once you're in the once you're in the, the pub, because there's a bouncer, he won't let you in. Once you're in the pub, you can walk around in like the beer garden. Oh, we've got some uh, fireworks going off here. I hope that's fireworks. Welcome to uh, welcome to the Warton <laughs> Downtown Kirkland. Yeah, that's it. Warton Downtown Kirkland. I hope we're not under attack. Well, we're currently underground. Yeah, well, we're safe then. So, uh, yeah, that'll be it, right? We'll go upstairs later on, and it'll be like Fallout. That'll be it. <laughs> so, but, yeah, so you can walk around in the beer garden. I don't know whether you guys have those in the States. So if you go to a bar or a pub, right, over here, there's usually a place where you can sit outside, um, and if it's good weather, and they have lots of nice seating areas, and, and they usually uh-huh. have a really nice garden you can sit in. Um, and you can just sit and do whatever you know. You can have a chat with your friends and be outside, and again, it's brilliant for a wonderful summer day and things like that. Um, and so, one of the things you could do is you. One of the goals is show off. So you have to stand on this little pedestal and like with, like flap your wings, and people start clapping. Then you've got a honk, and they start clapping. You've got to like duck a bit and make your head go up and down, and they start clapping. It's ridiculous. I what I do at that point is I get on the pedestal. I'd pick up a knife and then start chasing someone. Peace <laughs> was never an option. And, and the wonderful memes that have come out from the game. You know, there's that, oh, there's that one that you showed me the other day, which is the design for a birthday card. And it says, happy birthday, except um, the goose from the Untitled Goose Game has stolen the H and is running off with it. <laughs> <laughs> there's one meme where it was... Um, um, was I a good game? Yes. And then it's sort of for like when a developer gets um, axed. Yeah. Was I a good game? Yes, she was. And you, they walk off with death into the sunset. And with the goose, it says, was I a good game? And death goes, no, you're terrible. You're just about to walk off. And then the goose is running off with death scythe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's that good that we used um, Untitled Goose Game in a slide for an internal presentation that we delivered on the team I'm on the team that I'm on at work. So, <laughs> yeah, it is it is genius. And it's really how, how to steal code from your co-workers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I really do feel like 
like it is it's a game that anyone can play you know a friend of mine asked me can you can you well, it was chief he said uh chief problems he said could you describe untitled goose game in one sentence and i said yeah he said go on then and i said you play as a goose and you're a d- to everyone <laughs> He went, what? I said, how is that fun? And I said, let me show you. And he, he just at the end of it, he said, this is terrible. But he was still laughing while he said it. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> the thing is, when you get to the end of the game, right, so you do all these little puzzles, and what you don't, what you end up not realising is that you're literally going from one garden to another through a small village, and the main point of the game is to get through these gardens to get to the model village to then steal a bell and bring it back to the beginning of the game. Because right at the beginning of the game, you're next to an area where there's lots of bells that have been stolen from the, the village. <laughs> like this has happened so much that that particular goose has been backwards and forwards and is stealing all of those bells, right? <laughs> so you steal the bell and when you're making your way back to um, the, because you've got to get the bell and make your way back to the start point of the game. When you get the bell and you start making your way back, every step you take it, Goes tingling, tingling, tingling. Uh, so it alerts everyone. So then you've got to really plan your route back, and, and like you get to a point where I'm playing it, and uh, I'm suddenly, no, it's my belt. I'm literally saying, oh, it's my belt. Get off. Give me my belt back. <laughs> and they steal the belt. You got to run after them, flap your wings, and honk and try and grab it back over them. It's brilliant. You really become the goose. <laughs> and to think planning this we were going to make it surrounding the nez but whatever yeah no that's fine no, I, like <laughs> I like it untitled podcast game <laughs> untitled goose cast write that down untitled that's the name goose of an cast. episode let's, uh, let's scribble this down then untitled goose cast <laughs> i've got goose envy but uh, i i tend to hate puzzle games so i've stayed away from it so far i've i can only do so much on a puzzle game but then i get stuck and i come off it and then eventually I go back on and I figure out a next little bit and then I get stuck and then I come off it. So I do a puzzle game, I get stuck, I come off it, I kill some zombies, go back on it eventually, do a little bit more, come off it, kill some more zombies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then go back on it. I mean, some of the things that you have to do are like, you have to really sort of sit there and think, oh, that makes sense. Mm. Because you read, like you read the objective as very matter of fact, like there's one where you've got to... Uh, You've got to drop a pumpkin on someone's head. So you're like, but I'm one foot tall and this person is six feet tall. How am I going to do that? And you, you spend ages trying to figure out. And then when you do figure out, you're like, oh, of course. Of course that's how you would do it. Mm. Or like, um, you know, there's one where you've got to steal a knife just because. Like, you don't have Peace to, was never an you, option. You don't have to do anything with the knife. You just have to steal the knife. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, some of the puzzles don't make sense. And some of them are very kind of lateral thinking. You can't think, right, how do I do this literally? You have to think of how do I set up a series of events hmm. such that I can achieve that. So there's one in the pub. You have to um, get the the bouncer, the, the guy who's stopping you from going in, to come all the way through to the kitchen and then um, uh, drop a tomato on him. But there's no way to get him to come through to the kitchen without him grabbing you and taking you away. So what you end up having to do is literally cause a mess that leads like a Hansel and Gretel trail of breadcrumbs all the way to where you want to get him to be and then run through this little maze of uh, small entrances and exits to get around back to where you started from to get the thing you need to drop on him. And it's just, it's, ugh, it's ridiculous. And you're then, sweating. Yeah. Right? Recalling this, you're sweating. And then, then you factor <laughs> into it the fact that there's a video of someone finishing the entire game. Seven and a half minutes. Oh, well, I've seen the wow. three minute 30 version. It's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. But that's because like, so the original version of the game, the zero day version of the game, if you step up to a, like those uh, band, banding issues, so you can step up to a wall that you will be able to go through eventually and just start flapping your wings and moving your head up and down and picking objects up and putting them back down again. And eventually out of bounds. you sort of, yeah, you go out of bounds, but, but are pulled through the doorway. Hmm. So you can get through the entire game without having actually done any of the puzzles. Because all so, you've got to do is get to that bell and bring it back. See, I'm not surprised that you, you'd find out about that, because essentially you're a goose attacking a door. But yeah, that's true. I'm not surprised well, that you know about that, because you don't like doors. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Clearly. Combine the two things, right? I don't like doors, and I was attacked by a goose when I was little. So No, 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 you kicked a pelican. It had it come in. 
It wasn't a goose, though. Geese and pelicans are two separate things. All right, so I got attacked by a pelican. He didn't. You kicked a pelican. He didn't do anything to you. He just ran up and kicked it. Yeah, and then it attacked me, didn't it? Because you kicked it. Yeah, well, I can't be blamed. I was a toddler. That's what toddlers do, isn't it? That's what you did. Well, yeah. I'm surprised I didn't kick any doors. You probably did. Well, probably, yeah. You were just too young to remember. (laughs) That's true. That's true. So what are we actually doing now? Do you want to do your new segment you've been dying to try out? Well, there's there's, there's two. That I had to create a random number generator for you. Well, there's... there's, mm. You can. Okay. Okay, here we go. Yeah. So this... 14. Oh, I got, no, 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 not yet. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Quick question, Jersey. All right, my 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 pal, my friend. Are you any good at improv? Intro music is Behind the Lines by Ian Sutherland. Outro music is I Need You, Watashi no Sabate by GH. Spoiler break music is Spectrum Subdiffusion Mix by Phonics. Palette cleansing music is Breathe Deep, Breathe Clear by Siobhan Gay. See the show notes for more details. The Waffling Tailors podcast is a proud member of the J&J Media Network. To find out more about J&J Media, head over to jayandjay.media or check the show notes for a link.